0: fans day little pittsburgh it is time once again for the weekend like lover boy says everybody's working for the weekend and it's time for the week that was my name is brian anthony davis
1: and my name is dave Schofield. but i don't know if i want to call you brian anthony davis if you're going to say steelers fans like that i might have boy, to Jorgeito. to <laughs> me, that, that that might be better for you there that uh you, you might be our, our, our little horrito but uh <laughs> Ooh. Yeah,
0: you. Uh, uh, I've been called worse than Jorjito right. <laughs> So, uh, how, how was your week? How was your week? It was busy, crazy, blessed. Yeah,
1: good week. Let's dive into the week because, well, I mean, there, we'll, we'll get personal in there a little bit, but let's 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 go through day by day. Uh, we'll start off with last Sunday. That was the last time. Hey, you should have been really had a great Sunday last week because you had started it off with. The Week That Was podcasts. Um, And then you got to see that, yes, it was on this day, on Sunday, back in 2016 that Heath Miller retired.
0: Oh, man, I, Dave, I'm still having PTSD from that day. It, it's the finest tight end in Pittsburgh Steelers history. He hung it up, in my mind, way too early. Oh, I rue that day.
1: Yeah, I honestly I don't think of Steelers tight ends hanging on too long. Um, I mean, in more recent year, I when I was a kid, I wouldn't have been able to tell you if they were hanging on too long or not. But uh, you know, even you know Vance McDonald, he came around for one more year, and he was going to, after he was going to retire, and then he still kind of retired a little bit early. You had Heath in there. Um, hopefully, we don't have to worry about an early retirement with uh, with the current number eighty eight, and that we can get a lot a nice long career there as well. But uh, Yeah, Heath Miller, great one. Um, We have the same occupation now from what I understand. Heath Miller and I, we're both uh, stay-at-home dads. (laughs) That's what he stopped playing football to do. So uh, um, it's nice to know I have something in common with a great member of the pittsburgh steelers so uh speaking of uh members of the pittsburgh steelers sunday was also the day that the reports broke that the steelers were bringing in a new coach um the report came out about um aaron curry about being a linebackers coach for the steelers Um uh, that of course that kind of grew as the week went on
0: i'm cool if this is true uh, a top five pick aaron curry uh is supposed to be a well sought after after coach but uh dave don't the Steelers already have an inside linebackers? Coach? Yeah, I
1: don't know. That's what that's what progressed throughout the week. But another thing, you know what? This was me. I'm the one who put this out on Twitter. Uh just to make sure people understood it. And then when they finally announced this later in the week, this was brought up, is that Aaron Curry, his first coaching job was at the University of Charlotte. Who did he coach when he was there? Larry Oganjobi, Alex Highsmith. There are apparently, I think, three players from Charlotte that have been drafted, because it's not that old of a program. I think, my, my goodness, I think Joby was there when it started, but uh, or, or not long after, but two of them were on the Steelers, and now a coach from there
0: is joining them as well. You know, this makes even more sense now. Le- Alex Joby might just stay <laughs> in the Still City so much longer. Hey, let's, uh,
1: let's get both of them under contract now. How's that sound? I love it. Yeah, so um, Monday was an important day. We had a very episode, special episode of The Hangover because we got to comp- constantly just say, I'm a man, I'm 40. That was for one, Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman, although that's not his first name or middle name, but that's okay. He, he he's he's still- just, we,
0: we don't have to, don't have <laughs> to do that anymore. You know, just, no. he's Jefferson. That's just, just who he you know is why? now. Because he butchers everybody's names on purpose.
1: Yeah, I, I butcher them when I have to read them because I, I simply can't read. But uh, Jeff, he just doesn't care if the name is wrong. So Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman, happy 40th birthday. Um, wait, wait a no, second.
0: What's that quote?
1: What? What do you mean? Quote? I'm a man. I'm 40. What? Okay. I'm a man. I'm 40. What? The Peek the Peek the That's for you, Jeff. That's Jeff's favorite quote right there. So, <laughs> but no, happy birthday to one uh, Jeff Hartman, and he can now join the old club with you and I. <laughs> um, another thing that happened on Monday is um, there was some a story that came out about uh, Larry Ogunjobi. Um, it was a quote from uh, Teresa Varley from Steelers.com that said um, this was a quote of Larry Ogunjobi that she she um that she reported he's going to be uh, she so said he's going to keep it completely honest but I think that's what you need you need clarity cohesion honesty because when you go through relationships real conversations it leaves room for real growth that was one Larry Ogunjobi talking about head coach Mike Tomlin
0: you know hometown discount is one thing what about a trusted coach discount and Dave I think. Larry O, in his mind, is singing that 1991 Firehouse classic, I finally found the love of a lifetime. And the reason I think he's saying that, I think he's found the coach of a lifetime. I think he feels so comfortable with Mike Tomlin, with him saying that. I think he wants to stay. Now, an agent might convince him otherwise, but this is good news.
1: Yes, it is. But I was thinking about, you know, should I ask you to sing that again? But- Can't do it. No, no. Let's let's just let's not. But uh, yeah, I hopefully this can this this is sounding like a player that would like to stay because that was something I brought up a couple of weeks ago. It's like you don't hear a lot from Larry Hogan Joe, but you don't know if he was happy in Pittsburgh this past year. It was really great to hear some quotes like that uh, from him about his time in Pittsburgh. So if you like it here, Larry O, I know a lot of people in Steelers Nation that would like to see you roll it back again for 2023. All right. So that wasn't it for, for Monday. Monday, we also had uh, I don't have the sound bite. I, I gotta I gotta get Kyle Christ to help me out. Okay. We have the Wrath of Khan showed up. We have one Omar Khan um come, Khan! Come. there. You just can do the, the quote for me. And uh he was, he was the only what was reported by Steve Weish that he was the only general manager at the HBCU combine. Uh that's the horse, uh, historically uh black colleges and university, He said he was the only GM. Not that he wasn't the only team represented, but he was the only general manager that was there.
0: And if you see the picture of these guys, man, they are intent. They are just listening to every word he says, and it's respect. And it goes a long way to have that GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers at your combine. And, you know, for me, I'm thinking, if I'm one of those players, where's everybody else? This guy cares. I'm never going to forget the name Omar Khan.
1: Yeah. And you know, whether these guys get drafted or not, let's say they don't and they're, and they're undrafted free agents that are looking to sign immediately after the draft because of this, I think it's more likely that they're going to make sure they pick up the phone coming from a Pittsburgh area code than they might from other places simply based on Omar Khan, putting in the time with them right there, you know, send, you know, send the top guy, send the top guy. There he is. So, um, all right, I guess we're rolling on to Tuesday. I guess we've got a, um, well, it's kind of going to roll downhill because uh, something's not going to be rolling downhill as much as it had to before. If you visited the men's room in the, in, in the, what was Heinz Field era and for Acresher for one season, we no longer have to worry about, about gravity really doing the work to, 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 to collect our cast off uh, beverages in the form of the urinal troughs in the bathrooms um, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, or for you ladies out there listening. Yeah. They, they, it was trough style bathrooms and they are rent. They're spending, what is it? $1.4 million or whatever 4. to, uh, to, to, to replace the, the troughs with, with urinals.
0: Oh, my, I had a great joke lined up about my wife wanting to pay 50,000 for a bathroom reno. And <laughs> you're in luck. If you don't want to pay pee in a trough anymore but yeah. dude you said roll down hill. now i'm picturing <laughs> dudes pooping in a trough oh, no no no, no, no okay line. i'm like well, what, what? well well
1: i'll be honest with you because at least in the bathroom the section or the the one closest to my section there was the trough but there was also the a, a one single urinal and then you have all the stalls and where would people generally be? Stalls or the single urinal or one end of the trough or the opposite end. If there was someone at each end of the trough, people weren't filling in the middle. I mean, maybe at halftime. I don't go at half, I don't leave my seat at that time. So maybe, maybe there's a rush there. But uh to Steelers, all I have to say is do it right. I trust you because I at one point had someone explain to me one of their worst urinal experiences. It was actually at a at a at a raceway, at a NASCAR race. I think it might be Martinsville, Virginia. But they said that the urinals were were on the wall, but the wall only went halfway up the halfway up to the ceiling, and the urinals were on both sides of the wall. So you step up to the urinal and you're standing face to face with the other person. Wow,
0: that's harrowing.
1: Now, (laughs) Steelers, if you're going to spend 1.4 million dollars, make sure that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I don't want to be looking into somebody's eyes when I'm draining the weasel. Now, here's the here's the thing, Dave. If you go to uh, restrooms in England. The stalls yeah. are interesting because it's like a dressing room. It's all the way down. Mm-hmm. There's you can't peek under. You can't worry about somebody stealing your wallet. I was in a sheets a year ago, and somebody tr- I was uh, um, in a uncompromising position, a compromising position, and a a man tried to grab my ankle and asked me a question, and I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, I thought you uh, said he tried to grab your wallet. <laughs> well, I. Uh, I thought maybe he was trying to do that too, but he yeah. went for my ankle and I freaked out.
1: Wow, yeah, Let's that's uh, that's the kind of stuff you mess with people in college. Not the thing that you know. I'm sorry, sheets. That is that is strictly for the abuse of paper towel dispensers. Yes, I mean, that's that is that is the improper sheets protocol when you go when you go that route. So, um, how much more do you want to talk about urinals? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're in luck. We're done. You're you're in
1: luck. <laughs> Moving on to Wednesday, on the exact opposite end of the spectrum, the Steelers officially announced Aaron Curry as the inside linebackers coach. Now, I I flubbed this up on on Scobro Show. I just assumed, you know, he had been an outside linebackers coach. The Steelers lost Brian Flores, who was, you know, with linebackers dead an assistant outside linebackers coach. I just assumed that's where he was going to be. But... You know, Jare Bear, he came through from um, uh, Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette asking the question, what does this mean going forward? And it was, okay, he's the inside linebackers coach. You go to Steelers.com and you get the answer to that. So first of all, let's talk about Aaron Curry before we find out, before we discuss the other part of the equation.
0: Now, really. I, you know, this is a fantastic signing from what I think. Um, you know, a great hire. KT Smith says it guys that don't have great NFL careers and he didn't have an amazing NFL career. He He had a good one, you know, an okay one, but they, they really make better coaches.
1: Yeah. And, and honestly, sometimes, sometimes you're a high draft pick because you blow people away with your athleticism. Sometimes it's because you blow teams away with your football intelligence. And if you, and it might just be that, that uh, this was the one that, that landed Aaron Curry towards the top, and now he's taking it to the next level um, as a coach. But uh, as I mentioned before, Jerry Dulock uh, said Jerry Ososki, who's been a member of the Steelers organization as a player and coach for 22 seasons, is not retained at, at the at the end of his contract, and that's why Aaron Curry is the inside linebackers coach.
0: Drafted by Chuck Noel, played under Bill Cowher, employed by Mike Tomlin, know just a, a treasure going back to his pit days too. Everybody loved Jerry O. I, I think it's great. Like Kevin Smith said, sometimes you just have to make that change in the organization.
1: And and there was really nothing about this is about the, if the Steelers moved on from him or if he moved on from the Steelers or it was both, you know, Jerry O did, you know, did have, uh, was dealing with, with family issues, had a family tragedy that wasn't his passage. That was the one before, correct? Yeah. Am I think right? that was with in, the passing was of his
0: wife close to camp. I think.
1: Yeah, I was thinking it was more towards the end of the season. I can't remember exactly when, so I don't want to say. But uh, maybe it was that he knew he, you know, came back coach this year after that. And it just kind of maybe he was wanting to move on. Maybe he needed needed that. So I'm not, we don't know right now if it was all Steelers, all Jerry O. Um, a little bit of both, but all I know is that I is that we appreciate uh what he did as a player, uh what he was trying to do as a coach. Um, and just uh best of luck with everything that you do in life. And you know, and, Dave, I yeah.
0: have the answer to that. It was October 15th, 2021, when his beloved wife Ramey, died. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, th- thank you very much for for clarifying that. Yeah, I thought it was somewhere around mid season. Um, and the Steelers, you know, he took a leave of absence. They never really announced when he came back and if he came back that year. But, I mean, my goodness, uh, the 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 organization uh, did the right thing by saying, You know, Jerry O, take care of your family. But, uh, um, speaking of another O is Omar Khan. It was announced the the same day that. Uh, he will be speaking this coming week at the at the NFL Combine. It's ten thirty a.m. on Tuesday for anyone who's going to be interested in hearing him speak at the Combine. Um, I've you know for how many years have we listened to Kevin Colbert speak at the Combine? Now it's going to be Omar Khan,
0: and it's not going to be the same old thing. It's going to be fun to listen to as Omar is making the rounds of Con,
1: the rounds of Con. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and th- we almost forgot the Steelers made a roster move. Yeah. Yay! We don't get a lot of roster moves. Uh, they signed their long snapper to another one-year deal. He was an exclusive rights free agent again this year. So um, the the way it worked. So um, I mean, at least that's what he was labeled uh, by over the cap. Uh, if honest, there's a lot of Steelers players that that the various sources are missing what kind of free agents they are. Um, especially guys that are that are not high um, salary guys. But he's back. Uh, I'm assuming it's for the league minimum. Not not breaking the bank, but uh you will the, the Steelers will be uh snapping long come
0: training camp. Break out your finest cologne. It's CK1, your deal. <laughs> there you go. Uh, moving on to Thursday. Thursday.
1: Man, can you believe we're already on to Thursday? Um Mason Rudolph. There was the a report came out that he's open to coming back to Pittsburgh if. Mitch Trubisky doesn't now that sounds bad when you hear it. Cause it sounds like, you know, maybe dude's got beef, but bottom line is Mason Rudolph's not interested in coming back to Pittsburgh in a number three role. I don't blame him, you know, um, and instead, who does number two work for? Um, and that would be, I don't know if it works for Mitch Trubisky or Mason Rudolph. Honestly, to me, coach Tomlin called them two A and two B and like, like, uh, Mason said, he's like, I don't, all I know is I'm a guy that's been inactive every game. So I understand if he moves on, but it's really smart. Don't burn bridges. You just don't burn bridges.
0: I'm kind of rooting for this now and it's nothing against Mitch Trubisky. It's the fact that you know I trust Mason Rudolph. You're not gonna have a blockbuster. You're not gonna have a great number two that should be a number one. That's just not the way it happens here. Um I like the fact that he's saying it. I I don't think it's a beef at all either. Like you I mean it's just like hey if Mason's not back, yeah I'm gl- I mean if Mitch is not back, I'm glad to come back because hey, that's going to save the team a whole lot of money if they go ahead and do that. We just assumed that Mason was leaving. Now, you don't worry about you know saving that $8 million now because you can go ahead and easily do that because you're going to lose a player, a, a valuable backup quarterback. No, you feel pretty good about that now.
1: Yeah, and but speaking of, well, first of all, you. But before I roll on it to, to talk a little bit more about Mitch Trubisky, um, you said about you know a solid number two or a strong number two. Well, if you're going to have a strong number one, uh, Acershire Stadium is now the place for that since they will be replacing the troughs with yrtles. Um, But going on with um, with uh, the number one, number two quarterback, looks like uh, we had one. Kenneth Shane Pickett and Mitchell David Trubisky down in Florida working out with wide receivers like Deontay Johnson, Connor Hayward, Stephen Sims, Pickens, Olszewski. Um, there was some, vid- some video out on Twitter. Brian, what
0: what what's your thoughts of the QBs and receivers working out? I love this. I think this is cohesion. Uh, Mitch did it last year, but one guy that was not there last year was Deontay Johnson. He's there this year. I mean, yeah, you need to do that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it's nice to see these things um, uh, going on with the you know teammates, camaraderie. We'll, and we'll just see if it translates in, into the twenty twenty three season. But before we go into twenty twenty three, we got to look at Friday where they talked about twenty twenty two and the Steelers rookie class. And looking at the Steelers rookie class, they actually at um at, from NFL.com, they, they did a breakdown. And the Steelers rookie class was ranked sixth in the NFL this past season.
0: Wow, that's that's awesome. I mean, that that means that uh they did it right. Remember all those draft grades and saying, you know, the Steelers got a B minus or a C. No, this is awesome.
1: Yeah, and remember they did it with a with the fourth round pick that was on IR all season and no fifth round pick. So you're only talking one, two, three. And then and then six, seven, seven, And also knocking it out the park with a very good undrafted free agent signing in Jalen Warren. But I will tell you this. They did land one spot behind the Baltimore Ravens, who were in fifth. They had the same grade, a B plus, But uh, it also took the Ravens 10 picks in the first four rounds in order
0: to pull that off. Yeah, that's, so, that's huge.
1: Yeah. And uh, moving on to the, our, our last day of the week, because here we are on Sunday morning. On Saturday, we've got... Oh, here we go. Former Steelers coach being a current Pittsburgh coach. And that was Ray Horton looking to apply the Steelers formula to the USFL Pittsburgh Maulers.
0: Do you remember when Ray Horton was supposed to be the uh, next head coach somewhere and it just did not end up happening? So this is awesome news for uh, the Maulers. And with the fact that he's saying, I'm going to do everything I can to make this a Steelers team, that's awesome because, you know, sure, they're black and gold, but the philosophy goes a long way. You know, the Pirates are black and gold too, but they don't have the philosophy. So I love that he's looking to model his mullers after the Steelers. Lures, modeling lures.
1: Well, that's great, but it's, it's still the minor league team, if that. Because sure. you know why.
0: But they are who we thought they were.
1: And that was guys that aren't in the NFL. <laughs> Sorry. So... uh
0: That's And there's the the week that was. Anything else you want to say to sum up the week there, Brian? Nah, you know what? uh, No bad news in this whole thing. So, you know, a good week. Let's keep the great weeks coming. These weeks are going to be chalk-filled with news coming up in the next couple weeks with the Combine, with free agency, and as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft, SCN is going to have it all here.
1: Yeah, and it's and and you're exactly right because the combine starts this week, the the start of the new league year is two weeks away. This is insane. We are rolling on. We're going to have all kinds of crazy good news, crazy good stuff. But even when there isn't, there's still always stuff to talk about. The Pittsburgh Steelers in the week that was. So Brian, I'm I'm ready for us to just uh, put a bow on it and call it a week. Let's keep the feet on the ground. And keep reaching for the hypocycloids.